Do you ever feel like you are the only one living a life that is too hard to handle? Welcome to the In Raw Life podcast, where we're going to talk about real life in its raw form. Each week, we'll dive into the stuff that nobody really likes to talk about because it's uncomfortable, painful, a little awkward, or just weird. We want to normalize all of that and help you realize that you can live out your dream even in life's messiness. I'm Sierra. And I'm Jessica. And we're living our dream lives in real life, in raw life. Welcome back (laughs) to the In Raw Life podcast. And it's seriously a welcome back because has it, did we, did we have a fresh recording the week before he was born? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So it's been six weeks then because he is six weeks now. So seriously, welcome back. It's been a month and a half and we are super excited to get back to it. I know I'm very excited because it's nice to feel like me and do my me things. And um, yeah, we have lots to talk about, lots of ways that we want to make the podcast even better, uh, even just for us, because it's fun for us. And that's why we started it. So we are here we are Jess and Sierra, and uh, yeah, Sierra, what do you have to say? <laughs> I am not me. I am not fully me, but I'm freaking here. Um, I almost sent you but, something today. Yeah, it's funny. Apparently, like six planets are in retrograde, so maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean that they're in retrograde? I think I just saw the other day. I think it's something about like it looks like they're going backwards just by the the way everything is. Like if you looked at it, it looks like they're going the opposite direction than they're supposed Um, to, even though they're not. Because we're passing it faster or something. As science, physics, astrophysics, and a little bit of uh, of theoretical. Zodiac. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> um, Wait, <laughs> since we are, since we do want to get more conversational on this, and this is funny on those reels, like on Instagram reels, like the, the filters where it like tells you what you are for things like on yeah, top of yeah. your head. I did one this morning. Mm-hmm. It, it got me. And I think it was, she's a 10. You're, you're a 10 or she's a 10, but she believes in the Zodiac too much or something like that. I was like, oh, that's funny. It's <laughs> perfect. That's hilarious. She's a, was that the whole thing? Like she's a 10 butt? Yeah. I think oh my gosh. It. You have to, I love those filters. I do them all the time. I never post them because. Yeah, I don't post I them. Don't. I just, I'm just like, oh, let me find out because I'm breastfeeding and I what else do I have to do? I'm a 10 butt what? I got to know. I love yeah. those things. I'll see if I, if um, I find it again, I'll send it to you. Please do. Instagram knows it now. They like Instagram knows that I like those filters. And so it keeps showing me them. I'm like, damn it, Instagram. Like you just, you've got my number and I don't know how I feel about it. (laughs) So you do not feel quite like yourself, but you are here. I am here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been six weeks and a lot has happened in those six weeks. I would um, for both of us, like you, especially, obviously, you yeah, a whole, whole ass human baby. being, <laughs> a whole ass baby. What is with that phrase? You, never, you I, used it. And then, so I'm okay. using it. Cause I think it's hilarious. Okay, okay. Cause, 
Jenny said it. I'm like, wait, is that a thing now? Okay, no, that's just a Jenny phrase that now you've yeah, I now it's on the podcast. So you've Thank you, Jenny. I love it. Um, yes, you've had a whole ass baby, and I have traveled a whole lot, and but currently I'm out of whack just because my I have sciatica in my old age. I'm hobbling around like an old lady with my sciatica. Um, but I mean, if you talk to me in the past two days. I was in a much worse mood. So I think it's improving because my attitude is improving. Good. Or is my attitude improving despite my circumstance? I think I think it's improving because I'm not nearly as irritable. I was so freaking irritable this past week. And I feel a little less that. But maybe it's the weather. I don't know. It, or maybe it's because Mercury is in retrograde. Yeah. Who the hell knows? <laughs> it's officially fall. It feels like fall. So that's pretty great. Yeah, I feel like you can't be unhappy when the weather turns to fall. Yeah. Like, it's just... Unless you love summer, then I guess you're just... But even still, like, it's not the first day where it turns. It's so refreshing. Yeah. But even summer lovers have to be like, ah, this is nice. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. But I I freaking love it. So where should we... What should we talk about first? There's so many different things we could discuss. Um... So six weeks, six weeks is a long time, but it's really short in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, time, yeah. we talk about time all the time and how it is, it's like a rubber band. It's, it's really more of a theor, theor, theoretical idea, theory, I don't know. I'm much better at um, speaking like a adult human being this time around though. So that's great. You mean now that you don't have a baby taking all of your words from you? No, no. Versus when I, Emlyn was this age. Oh, because you didn't talk to anybody. Probably. Or, I mean, I talked to some people, but it just wasn't the same. I don't know. Um, (laughs) you probably hear him grunting. He's right here. I do. I love it. Very grunty. Um, but yeah, it's like, so I had a whole baby come out of me and he's now six weeks old. He's doubled his weight. So like he's growing. He's his whole little mm-hmm. own person. Um, I, yeah, I'll, so little and so much has happened in a sense for me too, I guess. Like mm-hmm. really all my days are just filled with being at home with a newborn and some appointments, especially because he's got his little clubbed feet that need casts every week and, you know, doctor's appointments for him, doctor's appointments for me, um, stuff like that taking Emmeline to and from school and a million activities and Girl Scouts. And, and that's like, so we're, we're not doing much, but we're doing so much. Um, and like emotion and ment- mentality wise for me, like I'm fully coming to terms with where I'm at personally. Like, I think I talked about it. I think I talked about it in the last one before we took the break that I wasn't expecting to go into this as a single mom still or again. And here I am very much single mom. And I knew that that was going to feel hard emotionally, especially with all the hormones and stuff. And I did, I would say better with it than I thought I would. So, and I really attribute that to like the work that I've done over the past Mm -hmm. five eight, 10 years. And it's not perfect. And I definitely have moments and I still have moments where 
I'm even just driving randomly and I think about it and I cry to myself a little bit and that's okay. And like, I let my, and I let myself do it. And I say to myself, like, that's totally normal and totally okay. And then I reroute my thoughts and move on with my day and my life. Um, so yeah, I'm in a good place, I would say. Whereas even, you know, Jessica of six months ago, couldn't have imagined me being this well with it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so just kind of trying to figure that out. I'm also continuing counseling by myself. I was like, okay, we need to get to the bottom of whatever's underlying. Cause nobody that I've been to yet has helped me get to the underlying stuff. So then I can like get even better. Cause like I say all the time, I can be happy and I can be good and healthy mentally, emotionally now and also want to do better. And I can do better. Like it's, we're always growing and doing better or else like kind of what are we doing? So I'm doing that and with good hopes for my future. Yeah. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> no, this is you in a nutshell. <laughs> what am I doing in this nutshell? Oh my gosh, we haven't said that in forever. <laughs> what isn't that? That's from something. Austin Powers. I, I thought so. Okay, yeah. but you used to say it all the time. Pro like, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I I feel like I would say like, yeah, that's it in a nut, or that's me. In a, what I feel like I would say it, and you'd be like, no, Sierra, and then you would do that. So <laughs> I don't remember. That was a callback to you. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was you. That was oh, you that back when happy. you lived in San Diego. Time. Yeah, I want to be yeah. that person, and so I am that. Person. <laughs> you are that person. Um, so me in a, I want to be in a different shell. If you're in a nutshell, what kind of shell? Sea shell. Me in a clam shell. In a what? A seashell? A seashell. A seashell is much nicer than a clam shell. <laughs> um, but okay. So we, what did we do? In August, we went to California as a family of four, which was like nerve wracking, but also fun. Um, it was yeah, it was so good to be back and to see all of our people. And we took our kids to Disney, which was uh, so uh, rewarding and enriching just to see Arrow. He's like the perfect age, five. Mm, yeah. And he just loved it. He freaking loved it. So is he about um, to be five or he is five? No, he is five. He'll turn six in November. Um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> And then as soon as we got back, Arrow started school, which was emotional and exciting and all of those things. Um, my hardest part <laughs> was the fact that I wasn't able to like walk into his classroom with him. That was really trying on me because I'm like, I just want to see his class. I had to wait a whole week to see, till back mm -hmm. to school next to see his classroom. But everybody's telling me that's normal these days, but I I'm so pissed about it. Like that shouldn't be normal. Yeah. But anyway, whatever. Um, I just want to be like, my mom was super active in my kindergarten class. I remember for being the class mom. And so I want to be the class mom. So I find out on the 27th, if I get to be the class mom or not. I love that Here's it's an audition. <laughs> well, it's a, it's not even an audition. It's a, I they know. put yeah. all the names in and brought the hat. So like, I don't even get my, like all the volunteer stuff that I've been doing for PTA doesn't count. It's just a random drop. So well, being active on anyway, the PTA we'll is, should be like just as, as good to be able to be in. Well, I mean, you only get to be in if you are in the PTA and want it. So 
there's also the chance that nobody else in my class wants it, but there's one girl who I feel like she probably wants it too. So we'll see. (laughs) She, she, this, this girl had arrows teacher when she was in kindergarten. So I feel like there's a draw to be the class mom Mm. for her too, but whatever, it's fine. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just want to be part of it. I'm going to the school today to help with the PTA. I want, I figure if they get to know my face enough, I can, I can still like come into the class on his birthday. Or yeah. That's whatever. what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the goal. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so we did that. And then as soon as Arrow started school, we had a bunch of issues with Gray's preschool, um, kind of giving him some sorts of neglect, which was so sad and just broke my heart. So I dealt with all of that. And then finally, as we were, you know, that's that something nice. Sorry to go with like, you know, we talk a lot about you're not alone or all of that. I feel like that's something that a lot of people struggle to know how to handle. If you want to like give a little more into that, like how to, how handle... to handle conflict at their kid's school or should I pull them or Like, I feel like I see like questions like that all the time on Facebook groups. That's interesting. Well, for me, it was like, I didn't love the school from the moment we got there, but Mm. we, I had just got a job and COVID had just started to lift. So everything was full and it was kind of like the only option I got. Um, But the one thing I loved was Gray's class. Like that was like, okay, you know, even when arrow switches, he'll you know, Gray will still be okay while I look for another place. And then Gray actually switched classes and had a teacher that he said, like, my teacher yelled at me, which like, I mean, I yell at Gray when I'm upset with him, but also like, I feel like as a teacher, you're supposed to try to command the room in a way that is not just yelling, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're all human. We all have our moments, but I've heard her yell multiple times. And I'm just like, that's not, I've also, you know, Arrow's first preschool or was, was a Montessori and his teacher commanded the room, like just by her voice, which Dana, we had her on the podcast. Like she just spoke and the kids listened. So I know it's like, not everybody's blessed with that ability, but at the same time, if this is your job, like you need to be able to do better. Like, I don't know. You just need to be, yeah. Like you, you shouldn't be showing up if you, if these kids are making you scream every day at that, that's probably not the job for you is my thought process on it. And so, um, Anyway, I didn't, I didn't like it. I could tell he didn't want to go there. He had been in that class a few times. And when I told him he was trans transitioning to it, he got super sad and he's like, no, no, no. I don't want to go to preppers. It was called, he's like, I don't want to go to preppers. He got so sad. I'm like, buddy, it's okay. And he went for a week. He cried every single day, like real, like it. So we had this experience with arrow once too. It wasn't even a, a that bad of a place, but if I, I think if the, if your child is crying more each day, it's time to, it's time for a different solution. Um, cause arrows first place that we found or at he least to was really didn't... look into what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, cause yeah. So for arrows first school, he was kind of fine the first couple of days. And by Friday he was sobbing when we dropped him off. Um, and that was kind of happening with gray as well. And then it came down to the next month. I had already decided, I'm like, you know what? We're just going to put our notice in and hope that we find something in the meantime, because I feel like something's off. And then that Monday when my husband Jay dropped Gray off, 
he, uh, the teacher was on the phone in the corner. So it was like, and he, she didn't even come, Gray was crying and she didn't come and greet him. So it was just like, a, oh, okay. Like this is not, not the place for you definitely guys. Definitely not least. okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it makes me sad that it's even like that any, you know, like that that's happening with any sort of kid situation. So I don't know. I think I like my whole lesson learned on it is first of all, there's, well, there's two lessons that I learned from it. First of all is, well, it was not a lesson, but more of a, like a reconfirming that trust your gut. Like if your gut is telling you something's off, it is off. And that's what I was going to say. Like trust you said, your, like, excuse- your, especially your mama instinct. Yeah. Like you dive into that. Why is that? Why is that alarming? What is, what is sending that um, signal off? You know, something, something's not right. And maybe it's perfect, beautiful school, but it's not right for your child. And that's Mm -hmm. okay. You know, like if it's, if it's not right for your child, it's not right for your child. And, um, and then the second thing is I, like the reason I had him there is because I was trying so hard to get him into this other school that I was like, this is a dream school. It was a huge Montessori that was like in this beautiful mansion on three acres of land with like chickens and, you know, just like, like a brick built. Oh God, it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And I wanted him to, go, I wanted both of my boys to go there and they were full. And I kept thinking there was going to be an opening soon. And then it wasn't working. And um, I even went in and had Arrow like meet with one of the teachers and it wasn't a good meet, but I still was determined to get my kids in there. Cause it was so beautiful. And I was just like, this has got to be it. And my husband, he said to me, he's like, I feel like all of the doors have closed for this. Like, when can we move on? And I'm like, we can't, they haven't, they haven't. I like, this is where they're supposed to be. I just, I thought this is where they're supposed to be. And finally, when I let go of what I was expecting, then this other Montessori was like available. And the funny thing is it's been available the whole time, but I've been pushing off exploring it for different excuses. Like I, I tried and I didn't hear back and, I, you know, whatever. But when it came down to like, I needed a place, I tried extremely, like I, I did everything. I exhausted every effort and I made it happen. And now Gray is going there and he loves it. And I honestly think it's a better situation than the dream school. I feel like that's a really good topic to explore today. If you want to, is the, cause I think to myself all the time, like, am I trying to make this happen too much or am I trying just the right amount? And when do you know, okay, all the doors really are closed so that something else can open or that you're pushing through properly? Yeah. 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 Because I find myself in that, in that situation with lots of things all the time, even like silly things, like a project around the house or something, or making it to a certain place one day. It's like, okay, these things keep like roadblocks keep coming up. Do I like... I feel like I want to keep pushing forward. Is that the right thing to do? Or is this my sign of stop? Like, how do, how do we know when? It's so interesting that you say that. Cause I really think it has to do with the kind of roadblocks that are coming up because I feel like there's like at least two different kinds of roadblocks. There's one that it's like, everything is pushing against you because you should not pursue this. And then there's another that it's like, like, it's almost like more of an emotional roadblock that's pushing you, pushing against you because you should 
pursue it. You know, like sometimes there's challenges that it's like, if you per- like you have to keep persevering, it, it seems hard and it would be so much easier to throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. But like, like, and you, you want to throw in the towel because it's just like, oh, this sucks. I feel like those are the roadblocks that you have to overcome. But the ones mm-hmm. when you're pushing past the road, like sign after sign, that's like bad news, red flag, you know, mm-hmm. like those are the roadblocks that you got to be like, all right, I hear you. I'm going to back away and, and let it yeah. go. So it's like, it's almost like your desire. Like when your desire is like, so deter- like blind determination, probably not a good roadblock. When your desire is fearful continuance, then it's like, well, you probably mm. need to push through that. That's a, that's a good way of putting it. So I find myself in that all the time with lots of different situations. I'm always like, you're someone who like continues to take action and like believes in everything and is very determined. So like, where's the line? Yeah. Well, like, okay. So for, for that, like, obviously there had been sign after sign, like even, you know, arrow not liking the school should have been a sign. Like Mm -hmm. he didn't get along with that teacher. She was, I didn't even like that teacher. She was a little too strict. Like she got mad at gray for, for walking near someone else's work or whatever. It's like, he's too, like, it's, this is supposed to be a kid-friendly environment. And you weren't even going there. And she, I wasn't. And she was kind of like, she was like, oh, she just, I mean, she wasn't yelling at him, but she's got super stressed about it. And I'm like, if she's uh-huh. stressed about this, like, what is she stressed about? What, in the classroom? What's going to happen? Right. And so I was actually hopeful. I knew he was going to hire another teacher. So I was actually hopeful. Like, cool. We'll get that teacher instead, which is like, why am I forcing like all whatever? Yeah, so, yeah. but then a different story last night, um, I had this audition that I am submitting virtually. So it's due, it's due tonight, actually. Um, and last night I was going to record it. I've been prepping for a month. I found out about it on August 29th and yesterday was the 22nd of September. So, um, I had been, I had to do an Irish accent. I like, it was a period piece. I went out and bought clothes for the audition, like to match. And cause they said like, you could take your creative liberties with what it. Period? And I'm like, heck yes. 1860. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, in like the, wild wild west so i was like oh i was so excited for this i'm like this is like she was a mountain woman i'm like this is like a role made for me like heck yeah i am all in i will perfect my irish accent i will make my face look leathery with makeup which i did it was super fun and i went out and got the garb i'd like i had to you know shoot whiskey and beer which i like had those props set it was apple juice don't worry but you know whatever (laughs) it was like I was so ready. I had like, I've been prepping for it for a month. Right. And last night I was taking a shower just because my back hurts. I'm like, I'm going to take a shower, get my back all nice and warm and then go do the audition. And in the shower, I checked to see like, when am I supposed to sleep? Which is like, when you say your name in the audition, like, I'm pretty sure they said at the end, let me double check. I pull it up and it says your invitation for this audition has been revoked or something like that. I've been prepping for this audition for a month and they're like, nope, it's done. They like close the doors on it or whatever. Even wasn't due until like 1 a.m. Saturday morning, mm-hmm. uh, like mountain time or something. I'm like, what the heck? What the heck? But so my initial reaction was like, oh, defeat, right? Like that sucks. I am, I work so hard. What am I like, you know, the original, the initial thought is always like, what am I even doing? Who am I kidding? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How am I going to make it like, you know, why am I even trying this? 
which is like a, an emotional roadblock, right? Not a physical roadblock, an emotional one. And I'm like, oh, like I should just like, I guess I did all that work for nothing. But then I stood there and I'm like, nope, no, no, no. Like, what mm-hmm. would you, what would you tell somebody who came to you about this? And I'm like, I just took <laughs> some deep breaths. I'm like, I'm still going to do the audition. And I'm going to, like, I found the cast. I knew who the casting director was. So I found his, his website. I found his email address and I'm going to email him the audition. So I did the audition last night. I haven't emailed Good. it to him yet, but I'm going to do it right after this. And yeah. maybe nothing comes of it, but at least I didn't waste a month, you know, like, and every audition is a part, like I learned something from it. I, I enhance my craft from it. I learn how to, cause my husband has to read my lines, read lines with me, which is super confusing. So I learned how to work with him better on it. Like everything is growth. Everything is an experience. And if I were just be like, Oh, screw it. Then I would have like, you know, had real whiskey and gone to bed crying. But instead I did it still. I showed mm-hmm. up and I'm proud of myself for it because mm-hmm. I worked freaking hard for it. And now if anybody needs an Irish accent, I am ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> well, yeah, there's, I feel like there's never actual wasted time. Like everything really is mm-hmm. a lesson, good or bad. Like even if yeah. the casting director blocks your email and doesn't, you know, receive the audition from you, you, one, you, you promised yourself you were going to do it. And you followed through. So that's a huge thing. And you're trusting yourself. You, like you said, you now have an Irish accent under your belt. You've got, like, you've learned lessons with Jay on how to do things. And it's just another notch in, okay, like I did that. I can do it again. And I can do better the next time. I can turn it in earlier next time. Like everything's a lesson. Of course, Instagram is targeting me a lot with, you know, relationship stuff and emotional stuff. And even just today, which is something that I already know, and I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was something along the lines of like that relate, you know, that, that relationship, it wasn't not meant for you. It was exactly what you needed to reveal what you needed to learn. That's what Mm -hmm. it was. Something like that. I was like, yes, exactly. Like, just like I've said with my, my marriage, like Maybe it went on a little too long, but at the same time, even to the very end, like it taught me lessons and it brought me exactly to the point where I needed to, where I was, it sucked and I didn't want it at the moment, but I was better off than I would have been even two, if it happened two months earlier, because I had mm-hmm. been working on myself and growing all that time. So like everything, nothing's wasted. Everything has purpose, especially if you look at it that way. Like, if you look at everything as, oh, that wasted my time, this person wasted my time, this is a waste of my time, like, then it's going to be, you're going to be correct. Whatever story you're writing for yourself and telling yourself and believing in yeah. and saying constantly is what it's going to be. Plain yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I was going to say, because I, or like, I was thinking it, it, like the exact same thing about the story part, because I feel like with, with my audition, like I had every excuse not to still go through without audition. I am in excruciating pain. I have been to multiple doctors in the past week. I am exhausted. I, it was late. I, my husband has been doing all this stuff around the house for me. I didn't need to ask him one more thing. Like I could have said, I could have come up with any excuse in the world to be like, oh, well, it wasn't meant to be. But like, the, the thing is, before I went into that audition, I was, I said to myself, like, this is the role I was built for. Like I was made for this role and maybe like, who knows what will come of me sending it to the casting director, but I went into it 
without fear, without trepidation. Like I was so confident and ready for that audition that it was like, I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't go through with it, you know? Mm -hmm. So instead of taking any of those opportunities for an excuse, I was like, no, like I am talented. The casting director, like he's looking for somebody that has talent. If not for this role, for something else, like this is Mm -hmm. my opportunity to help him find like find someone to fit future roles and here mm-hmm. like here I am correct casting director <laughs> which is a complete shift from when I was living in LA and I would I would take any excuse to not drive to an audition like I'd have an audition I'd be like oh I'm out of gas I just won't go I was so mm-hmm. I was scared I was so scared to like show up in my yep. power as to like who I am because I told myself a story that I'm not worth it I'll never get the role I'm so stupid for pursuing this. How, like, what will my family think of me? But I've changed the narrative now to say like, heck yeah, like this is an awesome thing that I do and people are proud of me and I can't wait to tell more people about it. And I can't wait to take each opportunity to like shine my craft, even if it's just in a two minute audition on a camera at home. So yeah, it's the story. I think it's totally true. Yeah. And it comes just like, it comes back to atomic habits. Like who is the person that I am and want to be? Am I the person who pursues my dream here? Or am I the person that like puts votes into the never mind, I'm not gonna, you know, do it. Mm-hmm. And you did, yeah. like now you trust yourself the next time that you have an audition, you're gonna trust yourself even more and be like, Yeah, I got this. Of course I'm gonna do yeah. it. Like there's no question, because I've done it before. And when there's to prepare for an audition I'm gonna get it in a lot sooner than a month (laughs) I'm gonna realize I can do I can prep I mean I needed that month to really like hone my Irish accent but now I've got the Irish accent so if there's months to prep I'll be in and ready (laughs) but also next time there's a new accent you don't have to take quite as long because it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be a whole month's worth it can be hey I got this and I want to get this in like in time yeah. as well. I can be more, I can be more headstrong about it. Cause mm-hmm. I, I could have started like learning the accent more, but I was on vacation and, you know, took my time. So next time I'll be like, Nope, I'm on it. And now I also know I like, I have tricks of how to learn it faster. Like I hired someone mm-hmm. on Fiverr to send me my lines in the accent. Oh, yeah. so cool. Yeah. I, I had to find the right one. Cause there's different various or there's different. Mm, what's the word I'm looking Dialects. for? Not dialect. There's different dialects of the Irish dialect. Like it's okay. Yeah, well, there's different regions. I'm gonna challenge you for our sign off. I want what? you to. I want you to end the podcast episode in your accent. Oh my gosh, I've been. I've been. The funny thing is, like, I don't even have to do it anymore, and I'm still like, I was driving home from from dropping off Gray, and I was still doing it. I'm like, man, I can't stop it now. <laughs> well, now you have to do I it because I'm asking. Of, I will. I will. Okay. Are we signing off now? Is that your cue? Yeah, to sign off? I also, we, we only have five minutes left, so. Oh, well, all right then. Okay. <clears throat> I have to say the lines that get me into it, which is mugs and jugs, clattering and pattern. That's how I get into it. Anyway, I just want to say thank you all for joining us today on the In Raw Life podcast. We're super glad to have you and that you keep coming back. If you like the show, go ahead and subscribe. And if you got a little extra time, click the five-star rating. It's 
of the sign off because it has been so long and I'm not just thinking about the accent, I'm also thinking about what, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> anyway, uh, review, subscribe. What else do we like to tell them? I don't I think that's good. And then thing. also, I want to add that we really want to make this more of just a fun conversation about being human in general. Mm. Like, we're, we're not veering off from stuff that we talk about, but we want it to be more conversational and what people want to hear about too. Like we're my best friend, when I asked her for suggestions, she's like, I think if you ever rename the podcast, you should rename it. You're not alone. I was like, I mean, that is like the basic idea <laughs> behind it. And I was like, Oh, I would, I think I would add a, so you're so not alone. Cause that feels more like us. But, um, but if you have anything, questions, scenarios, topics, that you would just love to hear us chat about. Like we're not experts or anything, but we're good conversationalists and we have both humaned quite a lot and deal with lots of other humans. Um, and I, I believe are pretty good at, you know, being introspective and, and just having views on it. So if you would like to hear anything, just send it to us. Um, best place to send it would be um, I should do an Irish accent to tell you. Yeah. The In Real Life Podcast at Gmail dot Is that was that is that it? The In Real Life Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so send it to the In Real Life Podcast at Gmail dot com and we'll probably chat about it in a future episode. <laughs> um but thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back. I know we and even during all of our encore episodes, people were listening. So that is exciting that you guys love us and we love you too. Um, one of these days you'll probably see Mr. Teddy Bear on the podcast, but he slept through it today, luckily. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we can't wait to see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.